Turns out the Yud Bet Amid Aleph. We're talking about the uh, the issue of the flood and uh, the Machloket Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yeshua about exactly when it started. Was it the was it an ER? Was it Mar Cheshvan? Because understanding that Hashem had to change in this constellation of Kima. So that's what we're uh, we're doing here. So Gemara says on the fourth line, Bishlamala Rabbi Yeshua works well according to Rabbi Yeshua. Again, Rabbi Yeshua he has the opinion that we are talking about ER, correct? So That's why the pasuk says the second month, because generally we count the months from Nisan. It makes sense to be said the second month is ER. So according to Rabbi Lazar, how would you interpret the word sheni? It can't be the second month because that would just be inaccurate. You can't just like change the, the way we talk about months. So rather he says sheni ledin. It's the second month from judgment, meaning that the real judgment happens Rosh Hashanah and Tishrei. Okay, and then you have the second month of that would be Cheshvan. That actually makes sense in context because we're talking about the people of the world being judged to be destroyed. So that makes sense that there was a judgment right before that, but it's not so uh, so unusual. Gemara flips it. Bishma oh, says again, sorry. Bishma Rabbi Yeshua, Hainu Dishina. It works well according to Rabbi Yeshua because I understand the term that says Shina, that Hashem changed something about the way the constellations work, that instead of uh, instead of Kima coming up uh, or, or setting in the, in the, in the month of uh, ER, it was rising in the month of ER. So that makes a lot of sense, that change. Elo Rabbi Lazar, my Shina. According to Rabbi Lazar, what's the change? It always rises that time. It's a, there's nothing really different. We pointed this out yesterday. There's nothing really different. It's just a question of did he remove the two stars? It's in the works well according to Rabbi Lazar and according to Rabbi Chista. Dam Rabbi Chista, as Rabbi Chista said, they wrote the Kilkulu and they wrote the Donu. They were they messed up, right? They they were they faltered because of rotrin. Rotrin meaning like boiling. But the idea there being that the sinful behavior that they were involved in is sort of like uh, imagine we sometimes we say like a, like a burning desire to do something, right? So that so that that's what they that's what their mistake was, and then they were judged with boiling, meaning like the water of the. Uh, of the uh, flood was like boiling uh, water. Uh, one second here. Which word is boiling? Rotchin. Rotchin. Okay. Rotchin gilkulu ba'avera. Okay. Uh, I mean, it says they they got they messed up. They, uh, they in in rotchin. That's what their sin, their simple behavior. And you see that they were they were probably they were judged with rotchin. Tivhacha says here by by a shoku hamayim says the waters receded. And it says there by Melat Esther the chamat hamelach shachacha that the anger of the king receded. Now we usually try to like uh, we say forgot, but it's not really forgot because shachach forgot is shin kaf chet. So shin kaf kaf is more like receded. So I say yeah. See, but the word also chamat hamelach is actually an interesting word because chamat hamelach is the anger of the king. But it also from the word cham, right? Cham is like anger. Anger is like hot, right? It's like hot with rage, right? So that's the idea. Same, uh, same issue. Okay, yafeh. Tana rabbanan chachmi Yisrael monin l'mabul k'rabbi lazar. The chachamim of Yisrael calculate the uh, the mabul according to rabbi lazar, meaning that assuming it was in mar cheshvan or the tkufa k'rabbi yishua. When it comes to tkufa. The seasons they follow Rabbi Shua. Look at the Rashi. Rabbi. Sorry, let's go to the previous uh, Rashi. Chachmei Yisrael monin l'mabul k'rabbi Lazar. Monin shenot Noach ubriat olam. They count the years of Noach and the creation of the world. Ushnat hadorot, like the, all the generations. That's all k'rabbi Eliezer. Okay, that's what I mean. Monin l'mabul means like our the way we calculate the years is starting in Tishrei, like Rabbi Lazar. Monin mitishrei tchilat hashanim. Okay, they got they do it. Belom mishum desvirlu b'tishrei nivra olam. Not necessarily because they hold that the world was created in Tishrei. Ela de tishrei rosh hashanah l'shanim. 
And she said Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah for years. That's how it works. But it could still be that Nisan, the world was created, but when we're coming years, everything flips on Rosh Hashanah. Okay, and Tishrei. Continuing Rashi. When we're, uh, we're calculating the like the seasons and like the movements of the sun and the moon, we count from Nisan. What does that mean? We count from Nisan. We assume that they were created, these items were created in Nisan. And it was the beginning of the um, uh, the day of uh, the Wednesday, right? Uh, the beginning of Wednesday, like the evening of Wednesday. Uh, sorry. Shamsha Chama Binisan. Okay? That. Uh, that the sun sort of uh, was bishamesh, it was serving in Nisan. That's where the tkufa of Nisan can only fall in the four quarters of the day. Because the whole thing about the calculations there, not getting too much into it, just a quick reminder. I don't know if you guys remember, you were very little, when there was a, um, when we did the last time the Birkat Chama. So Birkat Chama is a bracha we make uh, in public every 28 years, and the, it commemorates based on Chazal's calculations. So the story of Basay Brishit, whether it's accurate, 100% like the, the most accurate astronomical calculation, we know it's not. The Gemara knows it's not. But the idea is every 28 years, the, the sun is in the same place at the same time when it was in the creation of the world. On a Wednesday, at a certain time of day, blah, blah, blah. Okay? In Nisan, yeah. Okay, and we made the the last time we did this was uh, 2009. Was the we did 2009? So you guys are very little. Um, and it was uh, I think it was Pesach. I think it was in the morning of Pesach we did it. But that's uh, the point is that's the calculations. That's all based on the Nissan calculation. That's, okay, that's going. On. No, no, everywhere, everywhere. Okay, Gemara says Chachmei Umot Olam. That's Chachmei Israel. Chachmei Umot Olam. But but the sages of the of the other the rest of the world Monin Avle Mabul. Rabbi Shua, even when it comes to the Mabul, they count. Calculate like Rabbi Yeshua. Um, okay, they start from Nisan. Again, they have the exact months we have, but no, but the point is that that's why they calculate. Now, it's always interesting, you know, as a sidebar here, just to point out, it's interesting, the Gemara occasionally will point this out, that, like the Jewish scholars and the, and the secular scholars, they all sort of, uh, uh, we compare them sometimes and it shows an awareness of what was going on around us. We don't always agree. Sometimes the Gemara said, you know, they said different and they were right, you know, it's different things like that, but it's interesting. Okay, we're completely shifting gears now, moving over to the next part of the uh, uh, Mishnah about the Yerakot. Okay, but Yerakot, we're saying from um, uh, Tishrei. So Gemara says, Tana liYerakot ulamasrot uladarim. So it's taught in the Brayta that Roshodesh Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah of vegetables and masrot tithes and the darim and veils. Gemara says, Yerakot ma'ninu. What does it mean in Yerakot? So Gemara says, Maser Yerak. It means the tithe for vegetables. Maybe separate masrot for for vegetables. Gemara says, What are you talking about? Hainu masrot. That's the same exact thing as masrot. So why would you have to list in the Brayta masrot Yerakot ula masrot? It teaches the rabbinic requirement. It also teaches the Torah level requirement, meaning that your code only are only uh, you have to separate master be the You only separate from three things: dagan, tirosh, yitar, grain, wine, oil. Olive oil. Okay? There's only three. But but everything else is Durabana. So it is your code, so that's Durabana. So Richard does that. And then it says Master Oath is more expensive. It means even the Doraitas. Well, that seems a little backwards. But lead the Doraita Barisha. But why don't we just say the Doraita first? It makes, it makes a lot more sense. Logically, say the Doraita one. It's like more important. And then you move on to your code. Kamara says, no. 
I did the Chavivalei Akdama. No, because it was uh, beloved to him, so the Tana taught this one first. Okay, what does it mean, beloved to him? So, you might, I don't understand. I don't think he really liked vegetables. I don't know, something like that. I would assume not. That's it's not the answer. Uh, I would say something like this. Maybe he really loved the idea of taking a Doraita requirement, of, which is limited, and expanding it to include other things. The idea that we appreciate and we like, you know, share what we have. It's a rabbinic requirement, only done to Roshitsar, and come the rabbis and come along and say, no, we're going to share all the different produce that we have. That's a beautiful idea. So maybe he loves that, maybe he likes that rabbinic idea, and uh, that's what he wanted to put it first. Kamar says, Vatana Didan, and our Tana, Tana Durabanan. So he didn't have the whole thing of Yerakot and Master. So he taught the rabbinic requirement, okay. Um, the Kojigan do right, and he left out the thing about Masrot because he said, Yeah, if you're going to have to, if you're going to be a Rosh Hashanah for, for, uh, for Yerakot, which is only a requirement, Midurabanan, so Kabachomer, it's the same thing when it comes to the do right that requirement. Where it says, Velitne Maaser, so why does it, it say the word Maasrot in the Brighta? Why does it say singular, uh, why does it say plural Maasrot and not singular Maaser? It's just, you know, tied. The answer is, Echad Maasar Behema Vacha Maasar Degan. It means to include many types of tides, both Maaser for animals, newborn animals, and also ma'aser for grain. Mara says, v'litni yerek, so why doesn't teach yerek in the singular? It says yerakot, plural. Trey gavni yerek, there's actually two types of yerek, at least in this context. It's not as we learned in the Mishnah. Um, yerek hane agad, a vegetable that is bound up, mishi agad, requires the tithing from when it is bound up. Mishenu ne agad, mishi yimalei, at the cleave, it starts to get tied up, it's from when it is fills up the Clear. Uh, okay, what do we mean by that? What we're saying is that when it comes to the requirement for masrot, the requirement is not triggered immediately when the, when the item is growing on a tree or in the ground, whatever it is. It's, it's triggered. It's not just triggered when you harvest it. It's have to do something significant that triggers the requirement. So it might be bringing it into the house. It might be piling it up. Whatever it happens to be. So. Uh, it's telling us that there's different types of vegetables, and based on the way we treat the vegetables, the requirement for, for the tithing will be triggered. So if it's a vegetable that you, you tie up with a string, I don't say like, I don't know, asparagus or something, let's say you tie up with a string, I don't know, I'm not sure, whatever, right? So okay, those we need to tie up with a string, so it's ready to go, it's bundled up, so now and that's where the requirement hits. That's one type of vegetable. There's another type of vegetable, you don't tie it up with a string, you throw it into a, into a, I don't know, a bowl or something like that, some type of container, then that one has a requirement when it has the container. So we say you're a code in the plural to acknowledge both types of vegetables. Vegetables. Okay, we will stop here in the nice brighter. Um,